The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest, Todd Jablonski, CIO at Principal Global Asset Allocation. Todd, it would be nice if, you know, we could say, well, maybe this is more than than just a bear market rally. Um, the narrative, though, was supposed to be that analysts were way behind in revising their earnings estimates down. But what's actually happening is is kind of the opposite. Companies are beating and we're finding that the estimates are actually still too low, and the forecasts are not all being brought down. So it begs uh, the question, you know, what's the strategy here? Well, you're right. It certainly would be nice to have that sort of clear unilateral signal that would send uh, investors a message, say, risk off, you know, to prepare for uh, an earnings slowdown. But much to the frustration of, I think, of, uh, of market washers, we've had a mixed set of signals. You know, one thing I think that is quite clear, though, for global equity investors is that as the global economy moves forward into this decline phase, it's tough to expect valuation increases to drive equity performance. We're keenly focused on the delivery of EPS trajectory to move equities forward and right now, the S&P 500 has got close to a 10% expectation for the year. And some of the higher frequency data points we've seen do suggest that you could see some stabilization as stock prices begin to move off of a more optimistic earnings outlook. And, Todd, you now think that a U.S. recession next year is your baseline case. I just want to do you think the markets have fully reflected that just yet. You know, it's been a remarkable story in 2022, right? At the beginning of the year, most U.S. Fed observers expected perhaps 100 basis points of tightening. And yet, as we move forward today, we think policy rates are likely to hit 3.5 percent at year end. And that's come about as the Fed has moved to arrest inflationary forces caused by excess demand. And yes, they have advanced, in fact, a recession to its maximum prob- uh, sort of probability to occur in 2023 rather than 2024. Uh, that probability increase into 2023 is part of our base case and is part of, I think, what investors okay. should look at in the year ahead. And, and Todd, we were, you know, Ed was just talking about this news out of Europe uh, revolving you know, Russia, Gazprom reportedly have restarted exports or will restart exports. And you have Putin suggesting flows will, will restart. This whole Nord Stream pipeline seems to be kind of the big event risk this week. I have to wonder how much relief can we get from from these sort of news and and how do you position around that well i think investors would be wise to assume that inflation's only likely to decline at a slow pace though as you mentioned particularly in europe food and energy inflation remained the wild card uh the news that you saw around the Nord stream pipeline today as well as the market action today i think both suggest you know some optimism for investors ahead 
But in looking at Europe, I think from more of a fundamental standpoint, we do believe that the continent is likely to enter recession ahead of the U.S. and put downward pressure on European equities in the near term. But that for, that more negative fundamental outlook is balanced out by the more attractive valuations. Uh, net net, you have to look at Europe as being fairly priced and still facing substantial economic challenges, despite the uh, the waning of pressure on energy prices. But we have a couple of examples. Uh, Netflix is another one where valuation <clears throat> had gotten uh, maybe a little extended with the stock falling some 70% or so. And and uh, so it, it could be a period here where, you know, you may not be all in on, oh, yeah, the lows are in and we're going, you know, we're going up um, uh, with a rocket. But there, there could be some recovery. Like, for instance, the shorting the euro and yen trade, a lot of people are saying, geez, that seems like it's gone too, too far. far yeah. um, what do you think? I mean, are you looking for some areas like this where you can just get a little bit of sort of relief in your uh, portfolio? Yeah, certainly, currency movements have been a surprise to investors as the dollars exceeded, I think, even some of the most optimistic expectations for this year. And that certainly translated to a boon, you know, for U.S. aqua, uh, U.S. dollar-denominated assets. Uh, the trade you refer to, I think, does offer you know relief, you know, right now as 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 you talk about um, some of the relenting uh, happenings, investors perhaps may have overestimated the tightening in the U.S. That said, you know, you still have to look at the U.S. and I still think that you find the kind of fundamental acceleration that does point to a U.S.-led global equity market. In fact, I posit that looking at the mid-cap space in the U.S actually offers attractive entry points on valuation, a more U.S.-focused revenue profile, and less of a growth exposure than we've seen on the large-cap side, quite popular with investors over the preceding years. You're still thinking when it comes to fixed income, though, stay underweight. You don't think bonds can have that kind of defensive play anymore? Well, it's been hard to own stability this year. The cost of stability has been quite high, as you've seen roughly 200 basis points uh, uh, of rate increase out on the 10-year. Uh, as you look at the fixed income category, the combination of rate risk and spread risk uh, really is, doesn't add up to, I think, the same risk-reward uh, risk potential as exists in alternatives. Uh, that's why, from an asset allocation perspective, you know, principal tactically prefers those real asset exposures like mm -hmm. commodities, natural resource stocks, infrastructure over what a fixed income market can offer at this stage. So just briefly to look at China, you know, it's a conundrum. Uh, Didi, its probe by Chinese regulators uh, seems to be ending here. So that's that's the good news. But the company will pay a fine of a billion bucks. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of the bad news. Uh, is that something that you would look at uh, some sort of not just Didi, but I mean, just generally China? China does offer, I think, a lot of appeal to investors, mostly due to the different path that's been taken forward, whether it's dealing with the COVID virus and the COVID zero, COVID zero policy or whether it's the form and shape of common prosperity and what the form and shape of returns look like out of China, putting it all together. You can see diversification benefits via the world's second largest economy, though I'm reluctant to point to the current case in China and suggest that you, I think, have a better market outlook than inside the U.S. So I'm going to leave it there. Todd Jalonsi there, CIO at Principal Global Asset Allocation. This is Bloomberg. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.